So another week goes by and we get another 10-7 dismantling of Brendan Schaub at the hands of Ariel Hawani. Let's talk about it before we do. My name is Rahul J. Chan. This is The Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. Um, so yesterday evening, I was sitting down watching the MMA Hour. And actually, to be fair, um, it's one of the best episodes of the MMA hour in recent history and that's not saying much because it hasn't been going on for very long uh, this version two of the MMA hour um, but genuinely speaking like I've already posted two videos today about stuff that I, I, I heard on that show right um, I didn't show my face in those videos no face no case because because I just couldn't be asked to set all of this up right but um, I decided to do so for specifically for this video because today today I've got time today I've got time. This is the third video I'm making about it. And I was uh, sitting there in, in anticipation for the on the nose segment because I could feel something was coming. Something was brewing because on social media, I noticed that um, Helwani kept doing uh, little uh, references to Brendan Schaub with the emojis of the diocese, dicey, dicey and um, other bits and pieces. And, and he posted a picture of Tupac hit him up earlier on in the day yesterday and I knew I knew okay this is this is this is aimed at Brendan Schaub so I went back and I watched what Brendan Schaub said about Arahawani this week because um again if you guys know me you know that I used to listen or watch the fire and the kid um every single episode religiously until I got to a point where I thought to myself why am I sitting here listening to this buffoon talk why what, what am I why am I putting myself through it I went from being a fan to being a bit like, oh, I don't really agree with that, to then sitting there thinking to myself, this guy's an idiot. This guy's a complete and utter idiot. Why am I sitting and listening to him? And so I eventually stopped. Um, so anyway, so I found a clip of what Brennan Schaub had to say about Arahawani. I'm not going to go through every single point he made. Um, but on the whole, he basically said that you won't say the things that you're saying to my face so why don't you come here to LA or I'll come to New York and we can talk in person um Arahawani's response was a massacre the things that he said about Brennan Schaub about his character um the little threats he was making about don't 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 make me open up the floodgates about things that I've heard about you uh because effectively it all started with Brennan Schaub saying things that he had heard about Ari Hawani. So these weren't even first-hand opinions. He was just saying, oh, I've heard he's hard to work with. I've heard he's a nightmare, this, that, and the other. That's how it's all started, right? Um, but when Ari Hawani pulled out his mobile phone and decided to ring Brendan Schaub and ring Brian Callen, uh, <laughs> I found it funny, man. It was hilarious to me. Um, they didn't pick up obviously but he did get a text back saying I'll call you in 15 minutes he did mention that on the microphone but I don't know who who it was that texted him my money's on Brian Callen I don't know why but it is um but I mean there's not really much to say about the two kind of clips right and what both of them have said because it's it's just so unfair at this point because Ariel Hawani is running rings around Brendan Schaub um and here's why, right? Because Brendan Schaub likes to play this character or likes to play this persona where he's aloof, where he doesn't really care. This is just like a, a minor, um, it's not even an inconvenience. It's just a minor thing that's happening in his life in the background. He doesn't pay attention to it and he finds it fun to address it during his podcast, which is fine. It's fine if it was true because I don't believe him. 
It's dicey, B. It's dicey. And the reason why I don't believe him is if he had conviction and if he had belief in what he was saying, uh, like he did when he was warring with Dana White, um, he'd go in guns blazing like he did around the Eskimo brothers time. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I feel like he deep down knows he's kind of painted himself into a corner and um, he's getting the points that Arahawani is making have um, um, a closer connection to the truth than what he's been saying. I feel like that's why he's playing this persona that he currently is. Um, yesterday, Arahawani went off like anyone could get it. Like he was going off at Josh Thompson. He was going off at Big John McCarthy, Brian Callen wasn't safe from the strays um and i just want to kind of talk about a wider point that this whole situation has kind of um spilled it so spilled itself over into and that's kind of you've got this kind of division when it comes to personalities that cover mma from a media standpoint where you've got people that used to physically be involved in the sport aka Thompson, a.k.a. Big John McCarthy, a.k.a. Brendan Schaub. And then you've just got members of the media, such as Ariel Hawani. And the guys that used to be involved, the old guard, the older boys, um, they have this kind of reoccurring theme where they keep saying things about the fact that if you haven't physically been involved, it means your opinion isn't as valid as ours. And they just kind of um, use that as a stick to beat over people like Ara Hawani and just uh, dismiss opinions or things that people have said that aren't physically, um, haven't physically been a part of the sport. And here's why that really grinds my gears. Because um, just football, right? And I'm talking, I'm talking proper football, not like American football here. Um, there are so many different analysts, pundits, people that work in jobs in the media where they pay to provide an opinion or insight into the sport of football. Um, and I sit there and listen to them and I think to myself, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're on about. I'm looking at you, Tim Sherwood. I'm looking at you, O'Hara. I'm looking at you, Jermaine Genus. And like, trust me, it's not just because they're experts. Like, Gen genuinely speaking, anything they talk on, I think to myself, mate, you, you honestly have no clue. You don't know what you're on about. All right. Um, if you're American, because I know a lot of people that watch my stuff are American, you can probably relate to this when it comes to your version of football or basketball or, or baseball. There must be ex um, athletes or ex sportsmen um, that are now sitting there in, in comfy chairs in the media. Um, talking about the sport and you think to yourself mate man like you honestly I don't, I don't know why they're paying you to do this because you're not qualified you're not qualified by that same thought process the Premier League's been going for what 30 years and in in the history of the Premier League I'd say the three most if not successful three most at least influential managers in the history of the league are Arsene Wenger, Sir Alex Ferguson and Jose Mourinho and the, the thing that all three of them have in common is they haven't played the game at the highest level. But yet, they are amongst the greatest minds that have been involved in the, the game at the highest level, um, especially domestically here in England. You can use the same logic to talk about the sport itself. How is Firaz Zahabi known as one of the best trainers How's Greg Jackson, Greg Jackson, Greg Jackson known as one of the best trainers and coaches? 
How's Mark Henry known as such a great stand-up specialist? None of them thought, and I know some of them are quite old, so the sport wasn't in existence at that time, but they haven't fought at the highest level, right? So the whole premise of that argument just doesn't make sense at all. When it comes to Arahawan, he's even said, I don't sit there and try and break down specifics about fights, about fighter styles. I don't sit there and tell you that fighter A was setting these traps in the second round and that's how he managed to beat fighter B in the fourth round. He just talks about the sport more holistically. And here's another, here's, here's another point why that, that thought process of if you haven't done it, it, you know, your opinion isn't as valid, doesn't make sense. Is because combat sports, and when I say combat sports, I basically mean MMA and boxing. Um, they're very, very unique in comparison to more other more mainstream sports. Because when it comes, again, I'm going to use football as an example. Uh, you're in a league, you play each team twice, home and away, you don't have a choice. And the team that has the most points at the end of the season wins the league. MMA and boxing don't work like that <clears throat> because there's almost a fight before the fight in terms of the, the negotiation that you go through between with fighters uh, to try and have a fight made. Like we went through years of Deontay Wilder and, and Joshua negotiating for a fight and it still never happened. Do you know what I mean? Like in MMA, like you've got Jorge Masvidal who was meant to challenge for the title and then he... Um, he had a he couldn't come to an agreement with the UFC and then all of a sudden it was going to be um, uh, Burns and then Burns gets injured and all of a sudden Jorge Masvidal is back in the picture on a week's notice right that's the fight before the fight that's the business side of the sport and you don't need to be a sportsman or an ex-sportsman or an ex-fighter to be able to sit back and watch what's going on between party A and party B, uh, a more current example, Francis Ngannou now going through contract disputes with the UFC, who's party B. Like you don't have to be an ex ex fighter to sit there and 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 see what's going on and 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 share an opinion about that situation, because I feel like everybody was in um, agreement that this interim title fight between Garn and Derek Lewis was kind of pointless and it and, and if everyone could see it was it was more about trying to get Francis Ngannou to fight than it was to try and I mean that's all it was about to be honest that's all it was about so this whole this whole premise of oh no you haven't done it so you shouldn't be like your opinion isn't valid it's a load of bollocks man it's genuinely a load of bollocks now I don't know where we go from here I honestly don't know where we go from here because I'm assuming now Josh Thompson and McCarthy are going to address what Arahawani said about them. Um, I don't know if Brendan Schaub will bother us. And here's another thing that really annoys me, right? Because it's clear that it's having an effect on Brendan Schaub because he, he talks about it every episode. And then if you're going to talk about it, talk about it. Don't just sit there and circle around the subject don't be such a pussy like address it if you think that you're in the right tell us why don't just half-heartedly do these subliminal messages because it just it, it 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 doesn't put you in a good light right because you're getting you're getting molly whopped here three weeks on the trot by ara hawani and if you're going to say something next week <clears throat> it will happen again and it will happen every single week till the cows come home because in my opinion he's in he's right he's right he's right to be upset with what you've said and your ego won't allow you 
your ego won't allow you to admit that to yourself. So then you can go and sit on your show and just apologize because that's all you asked for to start with. It didn't have to get this messy. It didn't have to get this messy. But you, your, your ego, and that's half the reason why I stopped watching your show, your ego won't allow you to admit that you fucked up. And now you really fucked up because we're here now. We're here and, and you're just getting bullied. You're getting bullied verbally by Ariel Hawani because he's, he's running rings around you. It's as simple as that. And while we're here, you know what? Give me a second. Oh, shit. I was so impressed. I was so impressed by what went down. I went out and got myself one of these. 10-7. And yes, I know my camera is on flip because of my vanity and self-consciousness uh, but anyway uh, let me know what you guys think put your comments below don't be scared to the like button if you've enjoyed it share it with a friend also if you haven't already please do subscribe i will catch you guys next time